You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 85. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yum Mums. This is the second part in our two-parter of the podcast panel party one year later, where I interview my clients after having done this work for over a year. We talk about their permanent results. We talk about how they did it specifically. And we talked about their transformations and how this is trickling into all kinds of other areas of their lives. So you are gonna wanna grab your cappuccino, turn the volume up, put your smile on your face and enjoy our conversation and lean in to the fact that this is possible for you too. I have a big announcement before we dive in, which is applications are now officially open for the Yummy Mummy Experience. So if you wanna apply for the Yummy Mummy Experience, go to lauraconley.com and click work with me and you can apply now. They're opening today and they will be open through July 14th, but spots are limited. So go apply. If you've known for a while, this is it, you guys. This is your time. Go apply. Get it, girl. Enjoy the conversation, and I will see you next week. Okay, you guys, let's switch gears a little bit. So I want to hear about how you feel moving forward. You're one year in to your weight loss journey, to this practice, to this way of life. And I'm just curious do you even think about it anymore? Is this just like as good as done? Or is there part of you that's like, oh, maybe the other shoe is going to drop like in a couple months? Or just curious about your relationship with the permanence of your weight loss. So let's go to Tori coming in hot. Tell us. Well, I, it's so I'm so glad you asked that question because I think it is definitely something that is on all of our minds right now. Those of us that have certainly reach this milestone of time. And something that you had asked me about, which which does always come up for me, a thought that really anchored me as I was losing was that's not me anymore. And what I really applied that to was habits that I was trying to move away from. So as Sarah says, like walking in the kitchen and seeing the brownie on the counter or the chips or whatever it is, that's not me anymore. I don't reach for that. And so that ultimately led to loss. And then, but it's so interesting to me now where I use that thought really with my thoughts. So I just don't have thoughts that I had before. Right. So I don't have the, oh my God, the shoe's going to drop. I remember having that during one of my coaching calls, like, wait, is this real? Did wait? So, okay. I reached, I don't know, one of my goals, but it wasn't, my brain hadn't caught up to it. I was just kind of like still going, I don't know if this is actual real, like that this is, that is the other shoe going to drop at some point. And I don't even entertain thoughts like that anymore. Like there is no question that the sustainability of my loss and ultimately my personal growth is like intact and we're just all moving forward. And I think the confidence in the group is there. I mean, I think even as our own confidence wanes or someone else's does, it's like we are all in this different headspace that there's there's no going 
the other way. It's like, we can lean into these hard feelings that we can lean into like, let go of shit. Like that's been something that I think has been coming up recently for me that really lean into that feeling, right? It doesn't have to, not every feeling or emotion has to go through this sieve of processing for three or four days. And some do, but now I can really discern which needs some attention and which is just kind of like a fleeting emotion and thought, just a crappy day or crappy thought and move on. But then it's the ones that kind of keep coming up that I can go, okay, this is what really needs to be examined. And so the old me would have just pushed that aside and been like, I'm generally a happy, optimistic, optimistic person. I can do this. I could just move through it. Now it's like, nope, we're going to look at that a little bit. It's not going to derail me. It's not going to make me think, oh my God, I'm going backwards or I'm backsliding or the scale's going to be up three pounds tomorrow. It's just like, nope, we're going to critically examine this on my timeline till I move through it. So when I say that's not me anymore, it totally applies to my thoughts now and thoughts that I just don't want to entertain. They're not productive. So it's like, is this producing a net positive? So that is so cool. Like what I feel like you're describing too is like, you now, because you've trained your brain so well, you don't even have to say that's not who I am anymore yeah. to half the shit you probably used to have to say it to. Totally. You, like wean yourself off certain thought patterns. Right. It, we, I, when you say you're, we are rewiring the brain, like it's happened. I mean, a year later, I can fully feel like it did. Now, it again, it took me a while to get there, but I was okay with that. And I did question at times there's, because we have human brains. So of course yeah. we're like, wait, is this wrong? But now it's like, no, I really truly feel like my brain has been rewired and I do have a freedom with, uh, and peace with my body and around food and around wine that I just, I really didn't think it was possible. So to answer your other question, I know I said, of course I believed in myself, but did I really, you know, it's like, sometimes I used that really positive confidence, optimism a little bit as a shield. And now it's like, whoa, okay, I'm ready to, I'm really ready to dig in and do the inner work and really truly connect with myself. And this process has just made it so much easier. It's just calmer. Mm. It just feels like, feels really safe there. So I love what you always say. You always say like, it's just a soft landing. And I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Just a that's soft exactly landing. Right. Yeah. And we're like, a lot of us are, I, my other one is just like, we're just getting started. I feel oh, like I'm so just getting right. started. You know, I've lost this. I'm moving forward, but I'm really, truly just getting started on like the next season of my life. That's so fun. Yeah. That is so cool. I love how so many people adopted your thought. Like that's, that's just not who I am anymore. That's not me anymore. Everybody like took that and ran with it because it does for you guys out there listening, like take Tori's thought on that because it does help with rewiring your brain. It does help with habit change when you can, can, when you can connect it to your identity versus like, no, I can't have that brownie versus like, no, that's not who I am. So it's not so much about the what, it's more about like the who. So I think that's just really important. Thanks for sharing, Tori. Andrea. Yeah. Similarly to Tori, like thoughts are going to pop up. The doubts come in. Like, did I really conquer this? But like deep down, I know the only way I'm actually going to really gain weight back is if I actively choose to, it's not going to happen by accident. It's going to be like, forget it. I want to be gluttonous and I want to eat all the things. That's the only way 
this weight is really coming back. And I'll tell you, that's my so boy- empowering too. That's so empowering because it's all you, then it's all choice. It's all me, it's all choice. My boyfriend will say, I love the yummy mummy name because if she ever decides she wants to gain weight, she can switch it to the yummy tummies. <laughs> I just start laughing so hard because it's just, it would be a choice. Okay, that'll be my next, that'll be my next business <laughs> venture. <laughs> yummy tummies. Anyhow, it's so empowering to know that. And also with choice too, and I wanted to say too, that one thing that I think is we can choose to continue to lose weight. Like I've started putting things in this context of choice. Now that you say that, Andrea, it's so good to be reminded that like I'm choosing to continue to lose weight. No one's telling me that I should. I don't have a doctor saying you need to be in this range. I don't, you know, and a lot of us were in this place of choice, which feels so empowering, right? That whether we choose to gain weight back or we choose to continue to lose or we choose to maintain, it's all within our control. And it also softens a little bit of the pressure of feeling like, yes, we set our goals and it's so important to set those goals. I have a totally new relationship with goal setting, but it's also just like, but I've, chosen to set that goal. No one's, Laura hasn't told me, yes, we set our goals for soul, but Laura didn't tell me set your January, your June 30th goal now. And it should be lower than what it was yeah. last time. It's like, no, we are choosing it. it. We're choosing it. So, Yeah. And I love, I mean, that's like one of my favorite words ever is choice. And what I think you're also hitting on too, Tori and Andrea, and you guys all understand this is that you're choosing it. And most likely you're doing it for reasons that are in alignment with your values, right? You're not choosing to continue to lose more weight because that's <laughs> that's going to then finally prove to you that you're good enough and you're worthy and you can fill in the blank, even if those voices still rear their heads sometimes. But I think that's like important too. Yeah, I'm choosing to lose another five pounds because I want to see what's possible for myself. And I know that this is really just the weight loss will be a byproduct to like my personal growth and development. Kelsey. Yeah. I don't know if you listeners are driving, but hopefully you're not taking copious notes if you're driving like I am because there's so much great stuff in this conversation. (laughs) I want to just talk for the rest of the day. But it was just what Andrea and Tori just said, like it, that's so much like the answer to the question you just, or you asked a little bit ago, Laura, is like for me, like that Tori's thought of like, it's just getting started. Like that, that's what like this, like the future and this process, like that's what it is for me. So it's not like, like I said, for me, it's not a question of like, is the shoe going to drop or whatever? And then the conversation about choice, it's like, yeah, no, I'm never going to choose that because it's just not what I want for me, but it's like, there's so much that can just continue to be unearthed and growth that I can make and changes and choices that I can make for my life and my family. And so it started with weight loss and it turned into like for all of us, really just this whole new outlook for many of us, we've made like big life transitions during this process. And in the past, maybe those would have led to just so much fear or whatever that, you know, you turn to the pantry to avoid that stuff. And instead it's like, let's just keep moving forward. And without, like Andrea said at the beginning, without the weight that's been like holding us back literally and figuratively, it's like, you just have so much room for more. 
and these tools that we've learned, we just keep taking them, you know, I just kept taking them to the next thing and the next thing. So it's like, yeah, so lifelong in the best possible way. So share with us, Kelsey, a little bit of what that means for you specifically. Like you talk about room for more. So what is your more? Do you think? Yes. So, I mean, for me, I'll start with like the really easy one, which is I have little kids. So it's, you know, just implementing this stuff as they grow up as three and five, like they're still so malleable. (laughs) So it's like, let's get this stuff ingrained in them now. So that's been really helpful and huge and so helpful just navigating the madness of toddlers. Um, Professionally, I said within a couple of weeks of joining Yummy Mummy, I was like, oh yeah, this is forever. Like this is going to work. And then like a couple of weeks later, I was like, okay, I want to do this too. I want to be Laura. (laughs) And I kept, it was just like rolling around in the back of my head. And then finally I got the courage to ask Laura about it and be like, so this coaching thing you do, what do you think? And you know, really what it did. And so that's what I've done. And that's what I'm doing now is they went and got certified to become a life coach and um, have been coaching women for a bit now and helping them lose weight too. Because again, like everybody in the world needs a coach. I feel like, and oh my God, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, every, every single person, I mean, not everybody may or may not need a weight loss coach, but like body image and positivity and that kind of stuff is, it doesn't matter if you weigh 102 pounds or you weigh 210 pounds, like you can yeah. love yourself or you can hate yourself at either of those weights. So fascinating, like just bringing up, like when I'm just like out in the world and I bring up what I do, it's like, it gives permission people to like, tell me their stories. And it's like, nobody get like goes through our culture and doesn't get a little bit of body dysmorphia or like body shame or a kind of funky relationship with food. Everyone has some sort of something. It's so interesting. So Kelsey, we're not ending the episode. We are going to put this in the show notes, but since we're on this topic, tell us how we can find you if we're curious about your coaching. I am on Instagram, Kelsey A. Sanders. And I have a website that's KelseyCoaches.com. (laughs) K-E-L-S-E-Y. I love it. KelseyCoaches.com. That's so cute. Uh, Yeah. Playing around, figuring out what's available. That's easy, but... (laughs) Yeah. Well, you guys go hit her up, especially if you're like, oh my God, yummy mummy. Like what even is that? So ridiculous. <laughs> go get crushed. <laughs> okay, Sarah, tell us what you want to tell us. Okay. So I just wanted to talk about how I no longer am waiting for the shoe to drop and like why. And it really is because what I've learned that I don't need to control my environment. I don't need to control my family and the food that they're bringing into the house. Like that was such a hard thing to constantly like, I'm on this new diet. Why did you bring those donuts in here? And that takes this like element or even a better way to say it is like, I've been able to live my life this last year. I didn't have to stop my life because I've started this new program. I've been on vacations and lost weight on the vacation. I didn't oh, wait, can to. you speak to that specifically? What type of, well, oh. you have a couple types of vacations that we yeah, yeah. that you lost weight on. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Italy. I went to Italy for a week and came home and had lost two pounds. Huh. And before it would have been like, 
I've been on this new thing, but I'm going to eat everything while I'm in Italy. And then I'll just start it again. I promise and come back like 10 pounds heavier. It was like, no, I went to Italy. I lived my life. I honored my protocol. Like I didn't have to control that situation. And then like the biggest win is going on a cruise. I mean, that like banana. everything was about the food. All of the art is like food. Everything is food. What you're looking at it was, there's always a buffet of something, the chocolate buffet, the shrimp buffet. It's like being advertised. Like everything was about the food. This is and like the- Guinness book of world r- records. <laughs> I feel like, Woman like on planet earth that went on a cruise and lost weight. I feel like it was like my final, like my yummy mummy final. We're going to put you on a cruise and we're going to see how that goes. And we're just going to bring all the drama up. But honestly, I know this is like so ingrained in me because it was like, okay, my thought going into the cruise, like I used my tools of first, like the obstacles and strategies, what obstacles might there be? So I really thought it through, but then really having a mindset of like, I can either look at this two ways. Like, poor me, look at all the food everywhere that I'm not going to eat. Or like, oh my gosh, wow. Look at all this food everywhere that I can eat. Cause there was so much that I could easily eat. And yeah. And just being like happily satiated and enjoying my time there and being able to wear like my fitted clothes the first day and my fitted clothes the last day. And I walked up two pounds lighter off of a cruise. It just was like, what kind of world is this? Like, I did not think that existed for me. And it just shows like, yeah, this is my life now. I lived my life the last year the same way I wanted to. I didn't stop my life. I didn't stay home because I'm only drinking juice for two weeks or whatever. And like, I don't want to go to that party because I don't want to see the food and have it tempt me. You can go to the party and be not tempted at all and go home feeling, hey, that was amazing. You had a great time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're totally describing like, this is a win-win. This is not a compromise, right? This is better than before. Not oh, just in better. your body and your weight, but in your actual life. And I love what you're describing about like the other shoe. It's like, what you're kind of saying is like, there's no such thing as the other shoe anymore, right? Because you don't have to control your family or the vacations or the pasta in Italy or whatever. There's no such thing as the other shoe dropping because you're in control of what you put in your mouth. (laughs) You don't put in your mouth, right? It's so freeing. It's so freeing to be like, I am actually 100% in control. I don't have to tell all my teenagers, don't bring home that whatever, who put this bag of flaming Hot Cheetos that I used to love to eat all the time. They can be in the pantry. It like literally is fine. I don't have to be like the food police all the time anymore. It's just like, yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay, you guys. So let's kind of wrap up a little bit with, is there anything you feel like you have to share with the Yummy Mummy listeners? Like what do they have to know that maybe they don't know any kind of closing remarks we can go around and then wrap it up andrea i think you guys can tell just from this conversation the gift that it is being in community and getting to celebrate each other's achievements like yes it's amazing that i lost 51 pounds 
But it's so much better that along the way, we've all been able to celebrate each other's successes and it just makes it infinitely so much better. So like, do not miss out your chance to be in a group like this because it is a privilege. So true. Yeah, I think that's so important to say because I do think people are turned off by like the group dynamic, especially when it comes to like weight and body stuff because there can be some initial shame and that's like totally normal, but the shame has no chance (laughs) in a group setting. So it actually helps the shame to dissipate faster, even if there may be some discomfort that arises. And it's exactly like you guys were saying earlier. It's like, say you are a year in or whatever, 18 months in or seven months in or whatever. It's like, and you do have a bad day. You've got like a whole bunch of other people that have the same mentality and similar belief systems around this that will like help you, right? That are like totally there for you that are like, oh yeah, I went through that last week and now here I am and totally fine. I just think again, from this conversation, you've got four living, walking, breathing examples that you can have freedom and peace around food and all the things that have maybe been issues in the past. And we've, we are walking examples of doing the work day in and day out and staying committed and dedicated to the process. And again, it's available. It's available to anybody. We are not special unicorns. We're amazing people. All of us in our group (laughs) is full of just incredible, strong, badass women. There's no question, but we are just like everybody else out there that wants to maybe just up-level our lives a little bit or feel a little bit better in our own skin, whether we've got five pounds to lose or 60. It's, this is just, we are all, we're all truly in it together and we're all mirrors of each other. And we are accomplishing what we set out to do, which is having these very peaceful relationships, not only with food, but really with ourselves and anybody can do it really, truly. Yeah. It's such a good point, Tori. Yeah. It's like, I think about like, it's on the shelf, like it's available. Like you go to Target and this is like a thing that you can buy at Target. Right. And what I think is also like helpful to know is I love that analogy. It just gave me such a visual, Tori, of like just slowly one step at a time walking into the ocean. It's not going to feel... I remember actually Kelsey saying this at one point too. Like it's not going to feel like the hardest diet you've ever done. It's not going to be so crazy white knuckly. Like, will there be moments of discomfort? Yes. But I think Kelsey was the one that at some point said like, this is actually the easiest quote unquote diet I've ever done. Right? So anyways, I think, yeah, if you're going to do it, it's available to you and it's not that hard. Okay. Anyone else want to share? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I can just speak to that briefly because I know a lot of women in this culture are like, yeah, we always do this like super over-restrictive thing, drop a lot of weight quickly. And like when you're just defining your own parameters and you're learning the true skill of committing to those fully, like you can start so small and make these tiny little adjustments to your life that you can easily do. And then if you want to add on more or do something a little different or take it bigger, you can, but going from zero to 60 just never ever works. Like you need to build the steps. And again, that's something that translates to everything else in life. And so it's just so 
beneficial to to think of it that way. It's little things. And then you get so awesome at doing it that it's just easy and you forget you're even doing it. Yeah, totally. It's like the example I always give of like, when I was breastfeeding my second baby, I was like, oh, I had this like knee jerk response, like of worry. I was like, oh no, they're going to tell me like, I can't have dairy. Oh shit. Because my son had like, I don't know even really think he ended up having any stomach issues. He was just like kind of a fussy newborn, right? And so I was like, oh no, they're going to tell me I can't eat dairy. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't really care if they tell me that because like I could put anything on my protocol and it's not going to be that big of a deal because food isn't like the number one most pleasurable thing in my life. Not that I don't still love food. So anyone else have any closing remarks? I have something. So my thing to say about it is just like, how it's actually not about the food. Like I have had people who haven't seen me in a little bit be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's hilarious because they're like keto. They start listing off keto, weight watcher. They start listing up all these jobs. Like which one is the magic pill? And so I'll say, you know what? I have found this amazing life coach and this amazing group of women who've been really helping me learn and have the tools to understand the thought process that leads from me, like putting food in my mouth that I didn't want to put in my mouth. And so they're like, okay, well, and like their face kind of falls like, that's what you have to tell me. And um, yeah, exactly. They're like, just give me the diet. I promise I'll do it. Yeah. No. And then I've seriously had people say, can you just write out exactly what you eat every day? Can you just write it out for me? And so I tell them, you know what? I am so happy to write that out and it's not going to work. It doesn't matter because how many books have you gone and bought that have the new diet? And it's very extremely laid out for you with the grocery list and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, this is my, this is how I'm going to eat now. And so it's just, it's not about the food. And that is the missing piece that like people in diet culture don't realize it's actually has very little to do with the food. So much about understanding our brains, understanding the awareness of the thought process that led to the action of grabbing the brownie and starting to eat it. When you genuinely don't want it, like, why did that just happen? And so that is what this process does. It really helps you take the shame away and just bring awareness to why we are doing that. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to follow this little thing. Yeah, that is the best. Okay, I'm actually curious. Do you guys, I want to hear from the rest of you, if you have something that you say, because people say that people will be like, oh, you look so good. Like, tell me what you're doing. I'm always so curious, like what the yummy mummies in the wild are saying. Like, (laughs) because you're right. It's not like, oh, it's no sugar, no flour or intermittent fasting or whatever, you know, everyone on here has different protocols. So Andrea. The other day I met someone and she was like, Oh, how did you lose the weight? And she goes, was it keto? And I said, no, I actually changed my thoughts. And she looked at me like, so confused. Like, what are you even talking about? It's much easier to say I hired a magical fairy princess unicorn coach like that, like makes more sense to them than saying I changed my thoughts. It's so good. It's so true. I know people are like, thought work? What? No, that's not going to work. It doesn't sound like that's going to work. Yeah. What? It doesn't feel like tangible enough. Tori. So good. I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm laughing here because it's like I said a couple of weeks ago, this got brought up and I said the same, oh, I've changed my brain. 
They're like, what? But your body's so different. No, I know, but I changed my brain. That's the only thing that I've changed. I'm still sitting here having a glass of wine with you or we were out to dinner or whatever. It's like, oh, no, no, see, I still have food on my plate. I still eat what I was eating before. I just changed my brain. (laughs) And it's so funny to say it because you just see the look on their face like, oh, because they don't, I don't want to say they, but collectively it is frightening, right? That's like this huge undertaking. And to Sarah's point, yes, we want the book with the grocery list to then go out and do it for three or five days and then be like, oh, all right, throw in the towel. I just wasted all this money on this food, right? Versus like, this is an investment. This is truly an investment in ourselves, in our brain, in rewiring our brains. And, And it's totally possible, but it is very funny to see people's reactions because it's like, wait, that's it? Yeah, you're basically know, like awesome. telling them it is magic. You're like, well, it's like a little bit of magic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so fun. It's so well, fun. It is. But yeah, fun. everyone needs a coach. Everyone yeah. needs a coach. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the secret. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. But it's so true. And it's so much better than any like book that you can buy because obviously we tried that. It didn't work. All right, you guys. I feel like that brings us home from the bottom of my yummy mommy heart. I'm so grateful to all you guys for coming on to this podcast and for really like bringing the yummy mummy to life out. Like our yummy mummy masters are really like the heart and soul of the yummy mummy community and what's becoming a sisterhood. And I'm just so grateful to you guys for being living, breathing examples of what's possible and for being on this mission to free the fucking moms, right? Free the women. Okay, so applications are open, you guys. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to apply for the Yummy Mummy experience, you can go to lauraconley.com and click work with me and you can apply. I believe applications are going to be open through mid-July. Let's see, July 14th. And we're going to start on July 18th. So you want to apply, go do that now and have the best week ever. Thank you. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate review and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.